It is good to love many things, for therein lies the true strength. And whosoever loves much performs much and can accomplish much. And what is done in love is well done. Vincent Van Gogh. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to hunt down. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I am the ranger of the Northern the Northern March. I just wish so I was paying a little bit more attention. It's time to go back to Wayslaw with me, Dungeon Master Dave, Seth, Chris, George, and Rachel as we explore Leaders and Legacies, a real play 5e audio podcast. Leaders and Legacies is a passion project for five very dedicated scouters who also need to have other hobbies. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time for druids, clerics, and more. Um, I'm Dave Rackle. I'm the DM for uh, our game of Leaders and Legacies. You know, I'll let the cast introduce themselves. Hi, I'm um, Rachel. I play Fezzik, and I am a cub master and future day camp director. I'm Seth Lowe. I'm an assistant cub master for PAC 1683. Good evening, everyone. I'm Chris Cooper. I play Thandor, or as we call him in the game, Tornado, and I am a district commissioner. I'll keep it short in the interest of making sure this stays under one gig of recording time. <laughs> uh, I'm George Koskin, and I'm finishing up a term on the National Committee for Wisconsin America, and I currently sit in National Temporary Council as one of the Assistant Council Commissioners, and at least seven other jobs. And once again, I'm your Dungeon Master, Dave Rockwell. I'm an Assistant Council Commissioner and Scoutmaster for Troop 1570. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating. Yes, by golly, we'll have a jolly time playing Leaders and Legacies. So yeah, I think last time we, we left off with um, Anton having gotten the final blow on the, the secondary creature, which was the zombie. He was uh, very proud of himself, very excited, but also very tired. So he had, uh, I guess, collapsed against Corrin. What, what form were you in? Grizzly bear. He snuggled up to the bear and kind of crashed out for a, for a moment in the excitement. Basically what you have is the chaos around you of this battle under very heavily shadowed conditions. This you know, undead creature had come out, attacked, killed a farmhand, and basically created just a lot of you know havoc. Stanton seems to have wandered off to kind of make sure that you know the fences are intact, all that kind of stuff. Um, what would you all like to do? Is anybody hurt? Does anybody need healing? He didn't actually go after me, so I'm okay. I didn't take any damage. Not that I can really talk. I'm still a bear. I think we should search. I think we should search the demon. Okay. Yes, too. Warren picks up its head and then drops it at Thandor's feet. Okay, yeah, if, you, if you'd like, you you can roll an investigation to see if you find anything in its entrails. 
Bandor rolled a 10 in investigation. With the 10, notice that uh, Horan has just dropped the creature's head at your feet. Um, anybody else would like to investigate can. Hey, one second. 22. Oh, uh, where is it? I don't know what the bear is going to find, but... <laughs> Maybe a good nose sniffed something out. No, one of the things that you notice with your 22 is the fact that the creature seems to, it's not necessarily a brand, but it's not quite a tattoo, some sort of marking. It's evocative of you of uh, when you met Talgon, something that you somehow in your mind connect those two events. Okay, I'm going to kind of nudge Tornado over to it, kind of knows where the marking is so he sees it, and Fezzik. That's a tattoo. Anybody recognize this tattoo? Anybody who, I guess, would like to can roll history. 16. So with your 16, you do recognize the, uh, you know, the tattoo. It appears to be, to you, kind of a combination of uh, uh, another symbol with, you know, a symbol from Jord is almost as if it's been corrupted. You, you know it to represent, you know, kind of the, the circle of life, but it's broken. Everybody, this symbol is a corrupted symbol. In its uncorrupted state, it represents the circle of life. But this is broken right here. This is very interesting. I must copy this down in my notebook. And he, Tornado, will copy it down in his notebook. Anton continues to sleep where you gently set him down when you move the head. Yeah. So yeah, he's almost passed out from exhaustion. He probably got hyper excited to have killed the zombie. You know, you can see the farmhand starting to clear off some of the uh, sheep that were killed during the scuffle. And you're looking very concerned. They're looking like they're trying to get this area cleaned up as quickly as they can so they can get back into the safety of a barn, a building, where, wherever it is that they are bunked for the night. The sheep bar or the, the farmhands? The, the farmhands, the, okay. the, the, the sheep, yeah, they're they're frightened too, but they're kind of accepting guidance from uh, yeah, the, the farmhands. I'm still looking at this tattoo and I'm wondering, should we cut it off and carry it with us? Or do you think the drawing is sufficient enough? The 12 foot grizzly bear just extends its paws in each direction. The farmhands move away from the party fairly quickly because it's a little more grim of a conversation than they're used to being a part of. All right. I say we just find a place to bury this thing. And I can do a spell to make sure it doesn't rise again. Okay, you can do that. I'm assuming you might have some help from Horan. Horan is just going to grab it by the ankle and drag it into the forest, like just, just outside of the open field area. Um, and then let it go and just start kind of pawing out uh, dirt so that we can bury it in the ground. Hesitant to get out of bear form just yet in case there's something else. And we should find a better place for that farmhand, not just in a field. If you want, uh, roll history. 18. Got a 19. Everyone seems to remember that there seemed to be a, uh, um, a Hobberfield family cemetery um, kind of out behind the main farmhouse that uh, you know, they would probably also allow a, a valued member of their family team to be buried in as well. We will take care of the the main demon first, and then we will move towards the, uh, the farmhand. This one, I am dragging him out to the forest line, and then I'm just using my claws to dig a hole deep enough to put the body in. Uh, I'm not like building a formal grave, per se. I'm just enough to put it in and then cover it back up and then let Thandor do his blessing on the the grave. Okay, yeah, I mean, you spend a good good deal of time digging this uh, grave with your claws. Um, Thandor, as he starts to fill back in, do you need to do anything before he fills it back in? 
No, I'm just saying a, a typical prayer, sanctifying the area. I mean, are you going to mark the grave in any way? Of the demon? No. As you're finishing the, uh, the you know, this, uh, this uh, burial ceremony, Anton kind of eventually wanders up and he's like, is that where you're hiding it? Well, we're not really hiding it, we're burying it. Because it's going to get stinky. Yeah, but you're hiding it from the eyes of its evil masters, aren't you? Um, I don't know. Are we? Are we? Is that what it does? Yeah, he looks over at Thandor and says, you were doing magic, right? We are, con- we're giving it back to the earth. Okay. Um, yeah, what are you going to do with the other body? We will bury that in your farm, on the farm, in farm cemetery. Oh, good. I didn't want to grow corn on him. Corn, I'm looking around confused. I mean, I'm sitting in the middle of a clump of trees. I, I didn't bury him in the cornfield. <laughs> We're, we're, we're talking about the hand, the farm hand. I guess the, everybody's got hands. We're not going to bury those yet. Yeah, I'm a bit excitable. I just killed my first zombie. Yes, yeah, so you can help us dig the next grave. Oh! <laughs> go get your go get go get your brothers, and we'll show you how we return our friends to Earth. Oh no! I'm getting my birthday shovel. Great. We will see you there. We will bring them up there. They're not getting any of the glory for burying the family dead. He runs off full speed. And in fact, as as he's running away, you can kind of hear him start to sing to himself. Um, it's almost a shanty, but not quite some sort of halfling dirge, if there's such a thing. My name is Anton. I live on the second floor. I live upstairs from you. I think you've seen me before. If you hear something late at night, some kind of trouble, some kind of fight. Don't ask what it was. Just don't ask what it was. Just don't ask what it was. I think it's because I'm killing zombies and they're trying to get my family. Maybe it's because I'm crazy, but I try not to act too proud. He just made it, so <laughs> it is now a thing. I guess Corn will make. I'm going to make my way back to the other body um, in an attempt to be a little bit more respectful of this one Corin is going to try and I'm going to try and pick up the body with the front two paws and like stand up and walk the body on my back paws to the burial site because um, like I don't want to walk through their plantation with a halfling hanging out of my mouth. I think that might go over wrong. Fezzik, if he gets really good at this, we could use him in the circus. Oh, we can make money off of that. Great idea. Yeah. So, kind of echoing across the valley, you hear, No, I killed it all by myself! That guy's a little loose, guys. A little loose. Are there two of you following Corrin as he carries the farmhand to his final resting place? Yes. When you get up to the family cemetery, you hear Anton singing in dirge style. Dig, 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 grave digger, dig. And you know, he uh, <laughs> continues to dig. The shovel's kind of impacting on the dirt and just sending small clumps flying. He's you know, not <laughs> being very efficacious. Okay, so again, I'm just gonna 
kind of drop the body next to where we're planning to bury it and then just kind of reach in with the claw and just keep digging out large like armfuls of dirt out of the hole. Yeah, Anton says, yeah, that's that, that's perfect help. Anywhere you dig, he kind of uses that as a point of entree to get more dirt for his shovel. He's like, we got this, we're a team. I'm looking at the other two. Yeah, can we be team Grizzly? Because you're a grizzly bear and I'm grizzled. Warrior, zombie killer. I, I guess I nod. I'm getting hot and sweaty. Who needs a lemonade? Hey, me, go ahead. Please, can you please give me a lemonade? I think we could all use a lemonade. He takes his shovel and puts it blade first into the ground and leaves it standing. He's like, all right, I'll be right back with lemonade. This is the work of heroes. So the moment he steps away, Corrin is now going to straddle the hole and just like doggy style, just like both claws going to town, just digging out as fast as I can, uh, trying to get as like a true like grave depth dug for this poor halfling um, as quickly as I possibly can to hopefully be done before Anton gets back and tries to help me more. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, roll, roll a performance check. Hey, what, what, what one second before he does that, um, I will cast enhance ability on him on bull strength, so he will have advantage on any strength, strength check. All right. That would be the, a 14, and this will be <laughs> a five. Um, I'll take the 14. Um, with a 14, yeah, you're able to make a fairly decent amount of progress. You see Anton coming out of the farmhouse. He has probably what is the nicest looking silver platter, silver goblets, and a crystal chair. Yeah, it's and it, you can tell it's his mom's finest. And he's like, we must pay our respects with lemonade. Keeps yeah, walking towards you guys. So I'm going to, now that I've got it deep enough, I'm going to kind of gently move the body into uh, the grave and then just kind of pushed the mound of dirt back in on top of it. Wow, you, you're an incredible bear. I wish Corrin were here. We could tell him. Hey, hey, and you know, all this digging and fighting, it, it's hard work. We're all burning lots of calories. I'm sure you're super hungry yourself. Could you go grab us something to eat, too? Do you like mutton? Yeah, we all <laughs> love mutton. And maybe some bread and some fruit. Just whatever you can dig up works. Okay, well, I know we've got the bread. I'll have to look into the fruit. Eh. I think I may have to wake Randy up for that one. <laughs> I'll be back. We would appreciate it. Thank you. Take your time, take your time, it's okay. He sets the tray down on the ground and runs back into the house full speed. Tornado, please tell me if he is not coming with us on this adventure. Please tell me he's not coming. So after a minute or so more, Randy's getting fruit cut up. He'll be he'll be right here, but here's some mutton jerky. That's all I can find. Ma says Pa said that he'll be back. Just gonna go check out some of the places that are further out on the property to make sure nobody out there got hurt or injured. She said I'm supposed to make sure that you guys are okay. And then you know, when you guys go back to bed, I need to go back to bed. 
Max and X, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to kind of you know, walk the perimeter of the gates and make sure those are all intact and fix any of the fencing while Dad's a little further out. I'm going to go ahead and release my wild shape at this point and go back to Corrin the gnome. Holy smokes! That is Corrin! <laughs> Grab a stick of mutton or some of the jerky. Go. <laughs> Bed's that way, right? All right. Well, yeah, it's, I'm going to write about this in my diary before I go to sleep. I have a warrior journal. This is something that should be added to it, my friend. Yeah. Go Team Grizzly. Team Grizzly, that's right. You got to teach me how to do that. Next time I'm in town, we'll spend a little effort and see what we can do. Does that mean I get to come into town with you? I, I, I meant here. But this is, this is, a, we're, the, we're kind of a ranch. It's not a town. Fair point. You are absolutely right. We are in farming country. My, my apologies. Yeah. You know what? Next time we swing by for a visit, why don't you and I go find a forest temple? Or actually, why don't you work on a forest temple while we're away? And then when we come back, we'll be ready to, you know, sit down in one. And we'll see what we can do about maybe teaching you how to um, turn into other animals. I'll be a druid like you. But your chores must be done first and listen to your mom and father before you start working on this temple. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, part of the devotion of the druid is to follow the, the, the ways of your ancestors and the instructions of your elders. Make sure you listen to them in great detail. Should I put that in my journal as lesson number one? Yeah, let's go with that. All right, my heroic adventure has begun. Yeah, he, yeah, and he kind of you know, runs ahead of you upstairs. Uh, the rest of you make it back to your rooms. Yeah, you find them just as you left them. Sheets and pillows disturbed because you had been asleep when all of this started. So, but you're able to climb back into bed, and you know the night's quiet again. Like any good teenager, I am out in under ten seconds. Right. Close the eyes. Down. I will say my prayers to Jord and fall asleep. Okay, yeah. are you going to climb into bed before you fall asleep, or are you just going to fall asleep praying? I will climb into bed first. Yeah, actually, you know, as you're doing your, your prayers, roll a religion check for me as you're doing it. 13. Yeah, 13. Yeah, you're able to get through your prayers without anything you know, interesting occurring, so you're able to kind of climb off into bed. So, you know, once you're asleep, though, um, roll perception to see if you're able to remember any of the dreams you have, uh, Thandor. 15. 15? Yeah, okay. 15 is just enough. Yeah, as you, as you drift off to sleep, kind of are, are, are thinking about all the events of the day, all the events of the last few days, and they're kind of just spiraling through your mind. You're trying to uh, give them back to Jord, I would think, so that Jord can carry some of the, the weight uh, of them. You're able to fall back asleep till till the morning, but uh, yeah, as the morning approaches, you begin to picture yourself you know, on the edge of a forest, Notice that you're, as you're looking at the trees, that you know the leaves almost seem to form a, a face, but you know it doesn't seem to be animated. Or, but maybe it is. You're not quite sure. Are you going to say anything in your dream? Hello, tree. I am Thandor. 
I know who you are, Thandor. You have been put where you are so that you may help. Why are you not doing so? We are moving forward to help. You are going back. Back? All right, uh, a little one for the audience. <laughs> Sorry, you said... <laughs> you, set us, you set us up. Back? That's You'll figure learning. it out, Seth. Don't worry, it's a wood badge, it's a wood badge joke. Um, we are trying to go forward. What shall we do? The way forward is the way back, but it is not the back you are going to. So I should not return to my village? The orc is the key. We speak of Marcus, my friend. Yes, you have been intentionally split from him. We will find him. We do know where he is, sort of. Yeah, he, he is at great risk and peril. We will, we will go forth and find my friend Marcus. Yeah, see that you do or all will be lost. The dream starts to fade, and uh, you know it's much more vivid than any dream you remember having you know, previous to this. simple and clear message one that hopefully we can all embrace which is looking out for each other not just ourselves embracing the idea of servant leadership that if the group succeeds we succeed so i hope that you'll join me in doing what we can to help others now and to embrace the fact that not everybody believes the same thing we do but that we have more in common than we would think at first glance and to look for ways to come together to make this world a better place. Leaders and Legacies is a 5e podcast that is unaffiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. The opinions expressed here are solely our own. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here at Leaders and Legacies, please consider becoming a patron by joining us at patreon.com slash leadersandlegacies. You can also follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy or join our blog at leadersandlegacies.com. Music and sound effects are licensed from soundstripe.com. Logo art by Katherine Evans. Images also may have been licensed from shutterstock.com. And never forget to remember, this is the work of heroes!